0: Hello, loved one. Thank you for tuning in to a Parent Life podcast presented by Little Beats, LLC. I hope that in this episode, you find what you need and take with you something meaningful. Enjoy and have a beautiful day. To a parent life, um, episode three. I am here today with a very special guest. Um, if y'all don't know, now you know this is my mother, <laughs> Stephanie Edwards. Stephanie, I oh, it's weird calling you Stephanie. I never, <laughs> I always call you Mama, <laughs> you know how I feel, right? <laughs> <laughs> never call you Stephanie. <laughs> what okay. Um, So this is uh, my mother, Stephanie Edwards. Mom, feel free to introduce yourself.
1: Hello, everyone. I am Stephanie Edwards, as she said. And um, no, she's never called me Stephanie, so.
0: (laughs) Oh, y'all, my mom is so lovely. Um, So today I just have her here today because of course we're talking about building relationships with your children. And my mom, uh, like many parents have been put in a situation where it was probably very challenging to build a relationship with your children. And so I wanted her to come on today because one, she is my inspiration for everything that I'm doing in Little Beats. And two, um, I think she is a very inspirational and um, just mind-blowing story. And I can say that because I've witnessed it um, since my birth. <laughs> um, and uh, I just really, I just really think that what she has to say may be encouraging to somebody else who may be going through a similar situation. So without further ado, um, my mother, mom, um, so tell me about you. How was it for you building a relationship with your mom, uh, when you were young, before you became a mother, what was it like for you to have a mother?
1: Um... For me, uh, having a mother, watching a woman who was very strong and loving, I knew that my mother loved me, that I never questioned. And my mother was beautiful. well she still is. Yep. She is very beautiful, very pretty, and I always will tell you her. <laughs> And I looked up to her as, as a, a young woman, as a child watching her take care of herself physically. Um, always making sure it taught me how to be a young lady and how to take care of my skin, how to take care of my hair, how to look when I go outside in the public or society, how to carry myself. Um, she was a great example of how to be not just a woman, but a lady at all time. And it made people respect you. There are certain limits that um, if a person sees the way you carry yourself, the way you walk, how you dress, they're not gonna approach you in a certain way. Yeah. So, um, that's what I mainly remember and that's what sticks with me through these days and that's what I wanted to instill in my girls.
0: You did, you did <laughs> successfully. I don't think we've ever walked out of the house with a scarf on our head or a, <laughs> or a bonnet that would not fly. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so how did grandma kind of show you, what were the ways that she kind of showed that she loved you?
1: Um, the way she showed me was uh, just, I could feel it, how she was just always there, how she was just concerned as a mother. I, I felt like I was um, her joy, whatever she went through she knew that i was hers you know um i just can feel her love and the way she you know always just making sure that my needs were met you know not as just a a needs as what wanting something but she wanted to make sure the basic needs were met and that's what um taught me that if anything if i can't give you um expensive, I can give you the basic needs that you can carry throughout life, that no matter what position you're in, you're content until the next position arrives.
0: Enjoying the present. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's important. So what was it like then when you became a mother?
1: What's your story? Oh, it was a joy. (laughs) Um, It was a joy for me because I was in a a place um, and a time in my life where I didn't feel much love, and I was away from everything, being in the military. Um, So when I got pregnant with you, (laughs) um, it was like the Lord was telling me, I'm giving you someone who's going to love you, regardless of your flaws, regardless of how you look, how you feel, they're always going to be there to love you and wrap their arms around you. So from day 1 you know um and before you I had a miscarriage so I was kind of scared and I just prayed you know hoping that you would come through and as I um as as I the pregnancy evolved you know I would always sing amazing grace and rub my stomach and you know it, it was just a blessing each time each child <laughs> I'd say it was just like, more love, more love. So it was a blessing for me.
0: And you had, even after one miscarriage, you still had three beautiful children. On top of that, I believe um, a condition that is very common with a lot of women right now, including myself, is polycystic ovary syndrome. Mm -hmm. And that was something you also had a concern about. But you still had three children.
1: Mm -hmm. Was that
0: even a fear of yours when you were carrying um, me and my sisters?
1: No, the only fear, you know, once I made it to a certain, certain point with the pregnancy, the fear wasn't, wasn't really there. Only my concern was always wish I could see what was going on with you (laughs) all as you were growing, you know, um, it wasn't a fear of loss because I so felt in my spirit that these were going to be
0: the loves of my life. Oh, stop it, mom. (laughs) What did I sign up for? I just, what did I do? Interviewing my mom and I'm fighting tears. Okay, so, (laughs) um, mom, you are or were a single mom most of our life. What was that like for you?
1: um it was tough it was tough but like i said because i couldn't afford to give you a lot of things in life what i knew one thing i was going to give and that was love so no matter what i wanted us to have a, a bond that no one could could come between and no one could take it away from especially me and um so, times even when it just felt dark, or, or times when I was struggled, I could always look at you all and you're smiling and you're laughing because no matter what, if I didn't eat, I made sure you guys had food, you know, and I made sure and I to hear y'all laugh, to hear you smile, to feel your arms around me, to, to even see you come and pray for me sometimes, you know, it just that was my world, you know, and, um, Look at me getting teary because I <laughs> I can remember the times, you know. Just like I, uh, one thing that constantly sticks in my head is one day, one evening. I guess night. I just was really going through, and I never closed my door. I never pushed you guys out of my room, and I told you to just go to bed. And it was time for you to go to bed, but I closed the door to my room. And uh, I don't know, eventually I fell asleep because I kind of just cried myself to sleep. And when I woke up about two o'clock in the morning and I go to open my door, all three of you in your blankets were curdled at my door. (laughs) It was like three little kittens. And I just, I just felt the love right then and then it didn't matter. So I picked you each up by one by one and put you in my bed. It's times and things like that that helped me make it through.
0: (laughs) Okay. Woo. Mm-hmm. That's a story you never told me. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. all right. So what were some of the struggles you, you faced as a single mother with three girls? Everybody knows she had three girls. We were all <laughs> stair steps. Mm-hmm. My two younger sisters are only 11 months apart. And I think me and Chelsea are 11 months apart as well. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, we're all kind of stair steps after each other, but my mom had to raise us um, mainly by herself. So what was your struggle? What were some of the struggles you faced
1: in doing that? I think my struggles were um, working and trying to be there at the same time, because no matter what, one thing I said that when I, um, decided to leave and just go with you all because I wasn't leaving my children was that you didn't ask to come here and then you didn't deserve to be abandoned so I was going to give you all the love that you need and I was going to give you quantity time instead of quality time but when the starting started adding up and when you got to work it was hard because I was just so exhausted sometime. I remember working three jobs just trying to make ends meet. And then in the meantime, you're trying to find someone that will watch your children because you want nothing to happen to them. So sometimes we it, went with you. Yes, yes. I had to sit at the job, you know, it's just that that was a hard struggle right there, you know, paying for the bills, you know, and times when it would go off. But I couldn't, you know, didn't, couldn't let you all know that, okay, electricity is off. That's why we could not eat. But, you know, or the gas is off. I'd still make a hot tub of water and have you each come in at one at a time, you know, and make sure you eat. Early you know? in the make morning. sure you Yeah. Early in the <laughs> and morning. And then I'd go take yeah, a cold shower. Morning. You know, and I would just take a cold shower just to, you know, get myself. It, it didn't matter about me. You know, it, all that mattered was that you all knew that you were loved. I didn't want you to see the dark side. I wanted you to just know the love. And I, I, the other thing that sticks in my mind that I wanted to put in you all was that, and I remember telling you one day, was that if I'm not here and something happens to me, that God is always there and that he would carry you and that he would take care of you because he did it for me. And I wanted y'all to know that from very young age because that's when I received the Lord.
0: And I think even when we were young, you know, cause we're kids and that's where our minds are just so naturally as kids, just so self-absorbed. And that's just not, that's not in like a bad way, but that just what, that's just is what it is. And I think even when we were young, we were still able to see some of the sacrifices you were making to, you know, to make, to show us that you were loved, um, that we were loved. And I think now as we are adults, you know, I think over time, as we became more and more independent, became more and more our own individuals, we then reflect back to what you did, because it wasn't like we weren't aware, you know, we saw it, but as far as what we, as far as comprehending what was going on we couldn't fully comprehend what was going on. And we still may not ever be able to fully comprehend what was going on because you, because of the sacrifices you've made, there are things we don't have to really go through that you went through. And that was your goal to not, to, so, to not have what you went through, what we, um, we also experienced. My words are getting so jumbled. But you, um, I just, now that I'm thinking about it, as an adult, and I've lived this adult life, I don't have kids yet. Joe and I, of course, think about having children, but the struggle is real even as an adult when we, when we are trying to, you know, strive in our life, not just survive, but strive. But going back to that, it was just <laughs> a task to survive. You know, for so many years, Now, you know, I as an adult realized for so many years, mom, probably has just self-sacrificed over and over again like you you couldn't was there any time for you you know even though you loved your children was there time for you um not
1: really I mean I suppose you can make some but um because and I can't say that it's all because I didn't organize but I know for me as I can speak for myself I poured myself into you all. Because of me going through such a, a, um, a marriage that wasn't you know, pleasing, I felt like the main thing I can give was just to be there for you all, my all, just give you my all. So when you guys started leaving and stuff and getting older and start doing stuff, I, had to, I was in fear because it was like, I didn't even know what I'd like to do anymore. I didn't even know he was a, yeah. you like to go to the movie. They asked me that question and it's like deer in headlights. I don't know what I want to do yeah. because I just, everything I live, breathe and eat, my children make sure they're okay. <laughs> you know, that I, I don't want them to ever, you know, have to feel some of the things I felt, you know, and I, and I can't live your life, but some of the things I felt, if I can try to prevent that and it wasn't, money can't buy it to me forget it. It's what I pour into you yeah. or what I talk to you all about. to, um, So you won't go down that road or don't have to go down that road. And I had to make, I wanted to make you all something that I was struggling with. I was struggling to be bold. I was struggling to be confident, always feeling a certain way. So I never wanted you all to feel that feeling because with that kind of feeling people can really take advantage of you and I knew a lot of times I was taking advantage of because of what I was trying to do and succeed yeah. you know and I'm so grateful that you all are taking your time you know get your degree, get what you want you know where you want to be in life even though pregnancy happens, it happens sometimes planned or unplanned. so but I'm glad to see that you're doing what you want to do before you have a a child is an investment. (laughs) Not just something (laughs) to say, oh, it's cute. Look at his feet. Look at his hair. Oh, la, 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 la. No, a child is an investment. I'm investing my life, my time, my love into this child, growing up to having some kind of special character that no one can take away from them.
0: And I think that's, that's important to note because I think parents who are single parents, you know, probably, especially in a world where we, where materialism is really becoming uh, very prominent, even though we like to think we move past that and everybody, you know, is um, even focusing on their spiritual journey and whatnot, we still appeal to those things that, you know, are um, of high value and in, in materialistically i'm speaking and so i think it's important for single parents to know even in this conversation that what mattered the most and what still matters now is the love that we have between each other um mm-hmm. and as and that that bond too you know that we have with you also strengthened the bond between me and my sisters um that kind of trickled down and so we like we like this
1: yeah, I know.
0: And I love it. I love it. Well, all of, we like, we like this. It's like, mm-hmm. you, you don't, I still remember Chelsea and Brittany, like we can get into an argument and, you know, like as kids and just be like, well, I'm not your friend anymore. But if somebody came up to one of us, it was just like, I don't care who you are. <laughs> I don't care if I just, you know, yelled at the top of my lungs at you. No, it's like, we, we going off, you know, and I always appreciated that protection because even though I know to, to some people's beliefs and values, that having a father figure there, you know, kind of brings that protective factor. But yes. we, you know, we also had uncles and we had grandparents who really loved us. Mm-hmm. Now I'm Not gonna go into that because that's just gonna open up a well of tears. <laughs> but <laughs> but having my sisters as like immediate protection and my mom, that was like whew, okay. I don't have to do this all by myself, you know? And that's like, that's kind of what I felt too with us, with between the relationship that we have with you is like, even though you probably felt like you were doing it all by yourself, we didn't feel that way. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: We didn't feel like we were doing it all by ourselves. So it just shows, you know, and it's encouraging. I really just want single parents to understand that the relationship, the relationship is so important.
1: It's so important. And that's
0: the thing that has to last because, you know, a pair of Uggs or, (laughs) you know, the latest hairstyle, latest hairstyle ain't going to last but for two weeks and the Mm -hmm. pair of Uggs, maybe two years. So, but a relationship is everlasting, you know,
1: so. Building internally instead of externally. That was, and not because I didn't have the money, but that's just so important because that's what's going to carry you for the rest of your life is the internal, you know, um, dealing with emotions, you know, all those things like that. It's, it's just, in, the internal is everlasting.
0: And you know, when you were speaking about having to find yourself outside of, you know, taking care of your children, that's a struggle not just for single parents but for many parents mm-hmm. in all in all areas and all aspects is if you're a devoted parent you know you find it really challenging to separate yourself from the identity of being a mother or being a father you know what do you say to those parents after going through that that hardship of okay now they don't need me even more you know yeah. but they still do but it's not But they do
1: but they do it's a different need it's not the same, so you got to switch gears. I think it was like every th- three years, I had to switch gears three with years? you all. <laughs> yeah, because you you have the the three, four, five years, you need me there physically a lot, you know. And then you have the five, six, seven where you're all in school now. You're dealing with society, and I have to feedback either tell you what's wrong, what's not wrong, see what you know, what your eyes are seeing now. Because the three, four, five is just me. Now you've got other influences that are coming in, so you're starting to question, you start to ask, and then you get the you know the six seven or seven eight nine, which is the middle school, which is you know going close to middle school and stuff like. So it was you have to transition transition with the children, realize, okay, it's another transition. And also to realize that um, each child is individual, even though they may have similar ways each child is individual. You have to learn how to approach each child. Yeah, mm.
0: Yeah, that's, that is definitely the truth. Um, I think another question I just had in mind was, now that you're looking back and seeing how it was raising us, how important to you is it to actually, because I, I think some parents, they're trying to take care of themselves, but how important was it to you to take care of yourself so that you can take care of us.
1: <laughs> I am trying to think back on my mindset during that time. Um, I know at one point you said you were just kind of dumb. Yeah, uh, yeah, there were, there, there's numb moments where you just get numb and you just get overwhelmed. Um, but also there's times when you know you're the only one that can give your child what you want them to have. Mm. So that, that that is like, I've got to be here for them. So I've got to be good, you know, because I wouldn't want anyone else. No one else is gonna, I pushed you out. You grew inside of me.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: felt every movement, I felt, you know, every sickness. So I love you unconditionally. There's nothing you can't do. I'm not gonna go out there and try to pick you up bring you know whatever but is someone else gonna do that yeah <laughs> no yeah, it's
0: not the same love it's not I, I mean I I completely understand that um it's not the same love if you if you are a devoted parent it's not the same love that you have with your child because you 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 carry them and you bore them than it is for somebody else you know who is close but who is not they're not the parent, they're not the parent, Is different. I experienced that with friends who have children. I love them to pieces, but that love I can see is just very different, very different. It, it's, it's a different mindset, different frame of mind that you have as a parent for your child, for your yes. child. So yeah, I, I can, I can totally understand that. So what kind of support did you feel you had outside of you know just us three
1: um my love for god is number one so that was my major support as far as even you know just getting on my knees just talking to maybe worship songs and there's like i didn't have many friends that i, I have acquaintances but many friends i would just um if i felt like if i was pushed to overwhelmed. Because my fear was, oh, how they're going to look at me. Because I'm not trying to be a man. You know, I can't be your father. Mm-hmm. All I can be is me. I can give you as much love. So it's like I was fearful of judgment, you know, and hear things negatively. So um, my writing, <laughs> writing, reading the word. I just really, really stayed in the word a lot for me. I can't say that for everybody else, but I stayed in the word for me to know what can help me. I knew where my hope come from, you know? I knew where my strength would come from. And then I maybe have one or two friends that would always just encourage me and uplift me and where I didn't have to say a word. But Auntie they would hmm? Auntie Tierra. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. And you know and um and Melinda. Melinda was a big part Mm -hmm. when she came into my life. She was a a very, very good friend. I can say, you know, for someone for coming into my life at such an age, because I wasn't, you know, um, like grew up with her or anything like that. But when she came into my life, she just stepped right in and just, I never had to always explain myself or do something. She'd just, you know, be there. And even my grandfather, you know, granddad, I remember one day, groceries were very low you know I didn't have like nothing and I'm just sitting there because I didn't hardly have money you know we'd take five dollars and go get us as long as we had bread milk and eggs we were good um <laughs> maybe throw a hot dog in there for some pork and beans and rice but uh,
0: <laughs> pork and beans and rice yep yes.
1: I haven't had those in a minute Still um up. yeah um so, like, one day we're just sitting there and all of a sudden here knocking on the door and I go to the door and Granddad's just backed up with the trunk open here. You know, he's giving me grocery bags, you know, and he just closed the trunk and, you know, he's a man of few words and just gets in the <laughs> yeah. car and leaves. Put $20 in my hand and just leave, you know, is it's just stuff like that. Sometimes he, God would just sends some angels right at the time to just fill a need that I need. So... Those were my outside sources.
0: <laughs> Yo, Grandpa used to crack me up, cause yeah, he just like he wouldn't have many words, but he would just <laughs> show up and just like drop food off. I think there was that funny story because Grandma would do the same, mm-hmm. and then but Grandma like I think there was that story between Grandma and Auntie Susie, was she like when they were all sick, and Grandma just like threw the bag through the door. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Just threw the bag (laughs) bag through the door, (laughs) (laughs) and then left in the car.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. Those they they filled me. They you know they instilled a lot in me. They did.
0: (laughs) That was them naturally, and that was God. They were like I don't know. Thank God for grandparents because they're amazing figures that are like none other. Parents are parents. And grandparents are grandparents. Yes. They're their own thing. Like Grandpa Joe. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to bring up his name because I know that name is just going to make us like
1: cry. But But also smile at the same time because, you know, he really loved and he loved to give, you know, and you could tell that his love was so pure. And it's just, you know, you guys were his hearts, you know, and he just um yeah, they' make a smile remember get it, get it, get it, eat it eat it no it, <laughs> matter what. It's just, it never was enough for him. Just take more. he didn't care. He was just, oh my gosh, yeah,
0: probably my reason for my sugar addiction because we would just eat so much. eat I would say, you want more <laughs> every time, and he smiled every time we saw him, every time. Yes.
1: always
0: had
1: a smile, always had a hug, you know. Yes. And full of love and full of feeling. Mm.
0: Then he would like bring us to South Carolina, like taking us up on those trips. I can't even, those trips he took us on so many times, like they're like a blur because they happen so much, you know, so it's like, uh which trip was that one
1: (laughs) when i was young he used to take us to new york to go shopping he'd take us to coney island he'd take Mm -hmm. us to to amusement parks always was always something he was you know doing
0: yeah he like he liked to work a lot but he He also loved his family Mm -hmm. family family. was important and I'll, i'll just never forget the last time i saw him and he still had that same smile that same smile when we walked in the door. And Always. just like, hey, Grandpa, even though he, you know, even though we know at that time Grandpa wasn't as mobile, you know, mm-hmm. wasn't as um, functional at the time. Always gave
1: me that smile.
0: Always. And I just, you know, I just think to myself, man, I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky to have had a grandfather like him who just
1: contributed to my, my childhood. And that's what made me happy was the way he took you all in, you yeah. know. I know you had genuine love from him as a man, and you know and that's what I looked at, at him and granddad and you know uh, Dale Tyrone, all the men that was in our family as to show you all you know the side of where men were. I was to teach you how a woman, but these relatives that were close to me in the family, they would teach you about how a man
0: and they all were different uncle Eddie, Uncle Ty uncle <laughs> yeah. they all yeah. had some sort um, of wisdom to impart on us but they all ha- came from different perspectives mm-hmm. and they loved us like crazy you know it's just it's with, even with their own children it's like how do you have that much love you know um man what yeah. did I sign up for for today <laughs> I, I should have known better but you know what that's okay it's for the culture okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh for the culture of parents Um parenthood. (laughs) I'm just playing. I'm being silly now. Um, (laughs) but wow. So what do you have to say for parents who are in your situation or was who who are in your situation that you encountered years ago, you know, being a single mom and raising three girls, you know, uh we probably didn't go of course we didn't go in deep to everything you've encountered. You know that's to your discretion but i'm telling y'all right now i've seen my mom go through some serious hardships and some things that you know i know that a lot of people wouldn't turn out on the other side being all right and it's kind of amazing that even through everything she went through she was still able to show not just us love but i have friends who also had issues with their parents you know, who could come to my mom as a reprieve to just talk to her and and, and just, you know, find some peace um, and to have a voice, a parental voice in their life that was, you know, somewhat grounded, even though the relationship with theirs may
1: have been a little rocky. Um,
0: mm-hmm. And I appreciate that from my mom. Uh,
1: I appreciate it, that. you remember as you were in high school, and I mean, it cut you off, but uh, you brought a thought how the friends, which made me remember, I mean um by the high school the door was never locked <laughs> it was Yo. always somebody coming in the football team that was
0: Chelsea <laughs> they, and Brittany like, that home, Chelsea Brittany will always have somebody over yeah, yeah. you were
1: always cooking there's cupcakes there's <laughs> cookies there's something always being made oh my gosh that's so true (laughs) and I I walk in the door they're like hi mom hi mom
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes because we had the apartment just down the street from the high school (laughs) yeah
1: there was and it's so it's just so funny and then even when we were at um church you know I remember one Sunday being in the bathroom going to bathroom all of a sudden I hear all these kids come running in they're like oh let's hide let's hide let's hide and then I come out from the behind the stones, they're like, oh my God. And they look at me and they say, Oh, it's only, it's only my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh yeah. Did- that was a joy to be able to, yeah. to give love to it. Like I said, it you, my three was important, but if I can extend it beyond that for someone who's in need, then you know, it wasn't a problem.
0: And that's a it heart was... of gold. That's a heart of gold. <laughs> Ooh. So now, um, I guess I don't, I don't know if I really have any more questions, but mom, what do you have else to say off your heart? You know, just encouraging parents, you know, to build relationships with their children and the importance of it.
1: Don't, um, don't, try to be too serious. I think because I had to take it day by day with you all, um, it wasn't like I was always wondering what else was going on, what, what are you gonna be, what's gonna turn out or, it's just like I took it day by day.
0: Yeah.
1: And the, and the bottom thing was just that love, making sure internally that you all were gonna be okay, that you were strong, you were confident and you were bold in knowing your identity of who you are. So, single, don't mm-hmm. worry about it. he doesn't have a father, doesn't have a. No, we never even, I, from when we first left, I always told you all, that's your father. You know, I'm not going to get mad if you have to talk about him because I wanted you not to be bitter or have that sweet. That was between me and him. I wanted you all to just be free. Yeah. So um, take the moment, take the time, give the love, Hear, hear with your heart what your child is saying and know that they are an individual. They're not always gonna be under you and going out in this world. It may not seem like they hear what you're saying, but looking at you all, the three of you, and I'm so very proud of you and you're each different and I'm proud of you all, still the same way. You know, but I can see, I thank God that some of the the basic things, the foundations that were putting you, you still carry them. So it's like they were listening. They heard me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so um, they're not always going to be little. So, you know, Ooh, don't tell do, them that. <laughs> Just kidding. do the best that you can enjoy because each time we're not getting that day back we're not getting that time back is there some things I regret that I didn't do or I didn't say of course because there's no book there's no profession there's not a professional mother I'm sorry there's no <laughs> professional mother don't come out with instructions it's only you knowing to do what is right in your heart for your child. That's all I can say. I think right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's all I can take. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, thank you, everyone, for uh, whew, listening on this podcast. Y'all just understand that this was for y'all because I'm always shouting <laughs> and crying. Y'all, y'all have to know I really love what I do to be doing this because, oh. I'm not vain, but I do care about my appearance
1: <laughs> <laughs> because that's what we were talking about. It's like, ah, ah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know. And I was trying to just dab, but then the tears were like breaking through the walls. Okay, all right. So this is this this has been a meaningful time with my mother, and um, you know, if I sit here any longer, I think I'll, my makeup will wash off my face. <laughs> I think uh, we're just gonna have to call it a day, and uh, this will just post as podcast, not YouTube, because I am too a hot mess right now.
1: Y'all have you're beautiful. You are beautiful.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thank you, mom. As I'm wiping snot. Okay, (laughs) love you all.
1: I love you more. Love you, mom. Love you too. Great day. Bye.
0: Bye.